Welcome to Chocolate Chat Cafe Candid Conversations, a podcast designed to give moms and women a place to have real, raw, and authentic dialogue, all while helping build a thriving business and a life of joy and freedom. Hi, I'm your host, Tamara C. Gooch, founder and CEO of Peeper LLC, certified master life and business coach, international best-selling author, transformational speaker, and trainer. Now, as moms and business owners, our time is valuable. That's why this show is short on time and big on action. Each episode will dive into candid conversations around various topics, ultimately learning what it means to work smarter, grow our influence, never stop learning, and flourish in business, family, and in life. So grab your drink of choice, sit back, and let's chat. So today, we have Miss Melinda Harris, and Melinda is an author, she's a speaker, a coach, and a domestic violence advocate. Melinda turned her test into her testimony. Her book titled, I Survived, I Survived It, was released September 2018. Melinda stepped out on faith, shared her testimony with the world, how she survived domestic violence, hiding behind a mask, and how her life took a turn, but it also helped her become a stronger and powerful woman of God. Her passion is to educate, equip, and empower women, although women as natural nurturers wear many hats. However, these hats become burdens and we are forced to mask what's weighing us down. Unhealed hurt, financial strain, unhappiness, being overworked, dissatisfied, mistreated, disrespected, abused, and so much more or simply stripped of our God-given identity and purpose. She experienced all of that, and along with depression, rejection, shame, and being embarrassed, but by God, by the grace of God, over the course of the years, Melinda gained strength and faith to turn the impossible to possible. It took her quite a long time to develop a voice, And now that she has it, she will no longer be silent. Melinda is a God's girl, a servant girl, a daughter, sister, auntie, friend, speaker, survivor, mentor, and leader. She enjoys spending time with her family and close friends, traveling, fashion, from hair to makeup, clothes, has a fetish for shoes, and handbags. She works full-time as a customer service assistant coordinator and has a side business as well, Lady M Protection On The Go, which is about equipping women with the necessary tools to keep them safe and also give them the confidence to know they have a way out of any situation. Today, Melinda is now able to volunteer and speak, teach to women in different prisons in Georgia, that has dealt with domestic violence. Let's welcome Miss Melinda Harris. Thank you for joining us today. 
Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. Um, so let let us just dive into this because you are an advocate of excuse me of something that um so many women are dealing with today um not just dealing with it but are still in it they're stuck in it and they're trying to find a way out so before we dive into all of that i know i I read your bio but introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about who melinda harris is outside of your bio yeah so yeah so again my name is melinda harris and um i just um i'm a little country girl um (laughs) southern country girl baptist girl um love the lord and um i just recently um been working on myself as Melinda I found I found my new new person that has been hiding for so long and um so through all of that that was noted in my bio um I got the necessarily help that I needed so that I could heal and so that I could stand up and be the real true Melinda Harris Um, I stated in my book that I hated my last name only because of um, not necessarily where I came from, but um, I say my father, um, because growing up, I witnessed domestic violence in my home. So um, I, I, for a long time, I held a grudge against my father for the things that he done to my mother because, you know, he did it not only to her, but I had to witness it. So if you hurt her, you hurt me. That's right. And so, you know, growing up, you know, a lot of things they say in the black community, I don't know about, you know, the other races, but they always say what goes on in my house stays in my house. house. Yeah. And so, you know, and we tend to what we tend to sweep things under the rug and put a bandaid over it and cover it up and hide and and when things are not well but you know when people say how you doing and we say oh all is good you know and never even speaking up and saying you know what I'm in a situation that I just can't seem to get myself out of Um, and so with all of that being said I have done a lot of investments um, in myself to discover a new person and I'm so glad that I said yes to God and stepped out on faith um, because I took myself out of the factor because you know what if he bought me through it then guess what the story is not mine it's for somebody else and so today that's the person I am I'm transparent I don't mind sharing and my story is to the end of this day and I'll say it every day um my plan you know while i'm here on earth and god's will to leave this earth empty Mm. and uh, you know i i'm i'm just grateful that i learn different things every day um 
you know, through coaching, you know, I have a coach, I have a mentor, and now I'm coaching women, now I'm speaking in prisons, now I'm also, you know, um, working on a handbook so that I can, what, <laughs> teach the women in prison because now they're asking me to, you know, step my game up, and so <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And so, you know, I just want everybody to know you 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 have to show up you know show up because somebody else needs you Mm, that's that's good um you said a mouthful in in just that small amount of time um because it is true when you have experienced abuse firsthand there is there is the need in order to move forward and have other um, relationships, successful relationships, you have to do the internal work. Right. And you can't just, okay, I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm just going to do me, be me and move on. Mm -hmm. You have to rediscover yourself. Um, And your, your topic hits home to me because I am an overcomer of that as well. And uh, writing a book on that, my first book actually was the catalyst that just kind of pushed me to dive into the arena of what I do today, which is coaching and speaking, showing others how to share their story from a place of power and not pity. So I applaud you for sharing your story. You know, like you said, you're just a, a little old country girl. I'm from Jackson, Mississippi, so I truly understand. Um, so share with us what is your life's purpose and why are you so passionate about it through what you do yeah so yeah so my purpose here on earth you know I used to ask God why am I even here why do you even you know bring me Melinda Harris into the world what do you want me to do that was always my question and so I started discovering my pain points and what I went through in life and my past and so when I went down that journey went back down memory lane Uh and I said you know what now I know why I'm here because I'm supposed to share these stories with the world and so I feel now that my purpose is to just it to educate to empower women and not just women but um men as well because it's men that go through uh domestic violence and not even that for a black man um, I'm just speaking, you know, I don't, I'm not a black man, but I just know it can be um, hard for them because if they're going through anything regards to domestic violence, um, a lot of times they don't speak up because of their pride. That's right. That's and right. so I just feel like, you know, God has me here for a reason and that purpose is to share, that purpose is to speak, that purpose is to uplift another woman or man, that purpose is for me to continue to show up for my tribe, that purpose is to go into the jailhouse behind the walls and teach 
and and whatever it is that God has me to do um, for those women behind bars because guess what when they're released life is waiting for them at the gate so I um, always just try to um, because that could have been a me too I could have been that that woman in, in, in jail you know um, so that's what I'm passionate about I'm passionate about helping women especially but um, and, and that's my purpose my purpose here on life is to help these women and to help them get to another level and let them know that you can come out there is a way you don't have to feel stuck and stagnant that's powerful because a lot of them don't think that because they don't view themselves as worthy enough to have it. So I, that that is, um, it's a very powerful statement. Now you mentioned um, during your introduction how personal um, things that you witnessed um, kind of shaped your life. Um, can you kind of explain what was that that you personally experienced that pushed you into this direction? I know you kind of alluded to it a little bit. Can you yeah. go into more detail? Because I know, and the reason I'm asking this is I'm sure most of my audience, they know about my book, the stage play that's coming out that mm-hmm. was adapted from my book. But it's, it's different when they hear how other women have been plagued by this, not just off of their choosing of right. a certain type of man, that sometimes it's what they've seen or what right. they experience from someone that they say, I look up to this man or mm-hmm. I, I look to this woman and they're seeing the abuse from someone who's supposed to be their protector. Mm-hmm. So can you share that personal experience? Kind of let, let, let the listeners into that part of, yeah. of the world of domestic violence and domestic yeah. abuse. Yeah, so like I was saying, um, I grew up and I witnessed domestic violence in my in my home with, um, between my mother and my father. My, I watched my mother be abused by my father and it started at a, I was, uh, you know, at an early age and I would say um, probably I was about the age of five up until like 13. Uh, until my mom finally said you know what enough is enough I'm fed up mm-hmm. and you know when a woman is fed up you know oh, and right. she she knows when her when it's time to go and so um during that time frame what I witnessed was my father was the first person that I was supposed to love mm. right he was the first person that I was supposed to love especially me being a female it is so important that men understand and it's not just about the female it's the you know the boys too because things do happen to them as well but for as far as like a little girl her father they should have that connection there was not there was no connection with me and my dad Uh, you know not none And, and god bless his soul because he passed away three years ago but um um, I'm saying all this to say that um, I didn't get that love. I was missing that father-daughter kind of fun, that love that I was supposed to get. I didn't get that. I was lacking that. So guess what? <laughs> I'm growing up 
and I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. Uh-huh. And so now I'm out here just dating. And when when I look back at it, I sit back and I look look back at it. You know, I chose so wrong, but because I didn't really know any better, I should say. You know, I didn't know my worth. Yeah. And so then I ended up in uh, these relation, toxic relationships, unhealthy relationships. I've dealt with a narcissist, you know, always pointing the finger at me, uh, you know, because everything's my fault, you know. And so, you know, I um, I dealt with that. Um, and, 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 and I want to say this as well. Abuse doesn't have to be physical. That's right. That's right. Because those words, that verbal abuse, it's just right. as worse as a leak. And it always, the enemy always replay. And I know I did. I used to replay those scenarios in the back of my head constantly. And it messed with my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I had no confidence. I didn't know who I was. Uh-huh. It was like I was just out here and I hated my last name. I hated where I came from. And I was just like, why wasn't I, I, I felt like I was dealt a bad hand. Yeah. In life, I just felt like, why couldn't my mother have choose someone else? You know, and that's how I felt for years, uh-huh. for years. And, and, and I'm in my 40s. And wow. so I started doing work when I was, I would say, 40 at 40, and I'm 47. Okay. So, um, you know, and I was in um, an abusive relationship. And when I say that, I, I mean um, verbally, mentally, emotionally. I was drained um, just because, again, I dealt with a narcissist for years. And I, st- I felt like I was stuck and stagnant and I stayed for so long because I didn't know who I was and I didn't want to start over. Because I felt like nobody wanted me. Who's going to want me? And I felt, I just, I didn't feel pretty. I didn't, I just felt ugly. I felt damaged. I, I just felt really damaged. And I didn't, I didn't have the confidence that I should have, should have had. I didn't walk with a purpose. Hmm. Come on now. You know, and so all of that, you know, plays a huge factor, yeah. you know, what, when you're growing up, if you don't, we don't even, uh, nowadays, I feel like we don't even teach our kids what a loving, healthy relationship looks like. They look like, that's right. They, they don't know. They don't see it. Uh-uh. And they don't see it, but we, yeah. they, they, they witness the cussing and the fussing and the fighting. And so don't you know that's generational curses? Uh-huh. Because, you know, again, I witnessed what I witnessed in my household. My dad called my mom names, you know, in front of me and my siblings. And to see her cry and have bruises on her and, you know, we getting put out the house and we hours of the mornings and knowing we got to go to school the next day. And now we all scared, we traumatized and we can't say what's going on. We got to have a hush mouth and because whatever goes on in my house stays in my house. Ooh, my goodness. Mm. So it's just important to teach our our kids. I, even if you don't have kids, nieces and nephews, I don't have any kids, mm-hmm. but I'm constantly in my niece and my nephew's 
ear to let yes. them know they are more than enough. That's right. They are right. smart. They are beautiful human beings. And to be grateful and to walk with a purpose, walk with your head held high. That that is is wow. That's that's good because you said what so many, I mean millions upon millions of women and as you stated, men need to mm-hmm. hear. Mm-hmm. Now, you have done some phenomenal work in, in your area of coaching and, and speaking. Talk to our listeners about um, some of the things that you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. So, um, I coach women um, not only from a... Um, I, I like it like again I said I, I use my pain points and to be so real and be so transparent with um, my tribe that I show up for each day again I gotta go back and say I didn't know that you know I was gonna be doing some coaching if you'd asked me this like five or six years ago I'd be like no <laughs> no because see I was muted for so long yeah. and I didn't use my voice so now today I'm using my voice and I'm speaking up for those who who are afraid to speak up who are afraid to share and so I use my voice for them like like again I go back to my childhood and I say I witnessed that my mom would take that to her grave she'll never speak on it and so I and so it affected me in so many different ways but see as parents when you're going through that you don't want your kids to see that that's right you know um you just don't want them to see that because you don't want them to think that that's okay yeah you know and so when i'm coaching women i don't know who i'm attracting when i show up to do a facebook live or when i show up um in the prison or when i show up um to be invited to speak at an event when i share my story and i get inboxing saying you just blessed me Mm. with what you said i can totally relate and then we start talking and next thing you know there is a client that i'm helping because guess what i'm trying to help them get their self-esteem up because i know how it was yeah so i put myself in their shoes i can relate and they can relate to me so i call I call that situation a me too situation Uh, because we can relate to each other. And so that's why I love to coach because I want us all to be set free. I want us all out here going to another level and knowing that just because I went through that, guess what? I came out, I got help because I raised my hand and you never know who's watching you. You never know who's listening to you. So it's always good to just show up and just speak life into people. Give them some hope. Wow. This is good. So what is the response that you're getting from your audience? I know you had mentioned doing your speaking engagements and going into the prisons and, you know, standing up and speaking up for yourself. What are are some of the responses that you're getting from your audience just by you showing up? 
Oh, yes. Well, I, you know, God is good. I'm going to say that first of all. Yes, he is. God is good. And I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm just a vessel. I, I, I'm just a vessel. But anyway, um, what the response that I've been getting is they, uh, women inbox me and they say, you know what? Because I, I go live every week. And they said, you know what? One girl said, um, I, I talk about taking the mask off. And she was um she was off Facebook for two months. She came back and she listened to the replay of a couple of couple of my Facebook lives. And her comment was was like OMG Melinda. She was like, I am so glad that God is using you and you are now not hiding behind a mask. She said, I am super proud of you. She said, and I can so relate to uh, everything that you said because I speak on people pleasing and people pleasing can get you into some situations. Yes, it can. It can get you into some really bad situations. That you can't and, get out of. Exactly. And then you wonder, how did I get into this? And so I speak about people pleasing and I break it down how it affects you. It can affect your self-esteem. Yes. It can affect you because you're not loving yourself right. um, and showing yourself love. So I get all kind of comments and they're like, um, I, I, um, I'm hosting a webinar and um, so people are signing up for that and you know it's just it's it's a blessing to see that I can be a blessing to others Mm. you know what I mean it's a blessing to be a blessing because you know what hurt people hurt people that's right and it's time to put an end to that now there are many people that that are tuned in now um did you ever imagine that or dream that you will be doing what you're doing now? Lord, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, ma'am. No. And I'll say all of that because it it all started with my book. I'm telling you. Yes. Um, That book opened up so many doors for me. Yes. And I had, and you, they say dream big. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, big, that is scary. Yes. Yes. And it has scared me. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I I refuse to quit. Because everything that I have prayed for, um, every seed that I've sown into different ministries and organizations and it, it, it just volunteering at the uh, homeless shelters and uh-huh. I, all kinds of it has opened my eyes and yeah. so now you know with me you know giving back and just doing it I do it from my heart yeah and 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 I don't I don't it's not about any money or none of that I do it all from my heart yeah. and I know that God knows you know he's got a plan for me and I see it I see it the vision is so real yeah and um I I had to cut some toxic people you know out of my life because you know you can't take everybody with you 
No and ma'am. so I had to learn to be alone because God was shifting me. Yes. He was stretching me. Uh, when I didn't really want to show up, I was still showing up. Mm. And I don't regret it. So, no, I saw none of this coming. I saw none of this coming. I saw, I didn't see me in no prison talking to women. I did not see myself standing on a stage talking to women or men. I saw none of this. None of this. Wow. 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 So, are there any... Um... Are you working on any new projects right now um, that you want to share with the audience? Because you, you're you're talking about a powerful topic um, that is taboo in in most in most circles. But I'm not that taboo type of, of person. So share with the audience uh, what your what what projects you're working on. Sure. Yeah, so I am connected to so many different women around the globe that I, some of them I haven't even met, but, you know, they, somehow we click, and I call it divine connection. Yeah. But, um, and I'm grateful for it. Um, but um, I'm working with um, one group that I sit on the board and we call it WOW Resources and WOW stands for Women of Worship. And I reside in Gainesville, Georgia, and the visionary is um, Reverend Tanya Moon, and um, she has a powerful story, but I won't get into all of that, (laughs) but um, she, I connected with her, um, been knowing her for years, um, but I connected with her like a year or two ago, and, um, and somehow I got on her board and I'm now you know over the domestic violence because she has resources so I'm one of her resources for that department um so I'm putting together a gala um with the um with the group um the wild group and it's going to be October the 26th and um uh it is about survivors and um so this is the first one we stepped out on faith this is something i put on my vision board okay and, um it's finally coming to pass <laughs> and uh, i was so surprised see again i i never i just dream big and, and it's, it's happening but um that's one thing i'm working on and then i'm working on um two books okay um, that one will be out in October. The other one will be out in November. Um, I'm working on a manual to teach out of so that I can um, have that published and um, hopefully um, sell that to um, the prisons, the different prisons around the world. So my goal is I really want to travel the globe and preach and, um, and teach in different um, prisons. That's awesome. That's awesome. And talk to the women about overcoming or yes, overcoming, mm-hmm. and letting them know that they have a way out, and you know, helping them put a plan together. That's beautiful. Because that- you know, when you in a, a, a domestic violence, um, you know, marriage or relationship, you just can't up and leave. No, ma'am, you cannot. You cannot. Yeah, you can't. 
Yeah, they don't understand it. But so yeah, I just been um, working on those things and getting that together and um, my coaching and and um, whatever else God has me to do. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. As we are winding down, I want to just mention um, the heavy statistics. You know, you're talking about a topic that you and I both know um, there aren't stiffer laws regarding protection of those who come forth and say that they are victims of abuse Mm -hmm. um, until something happens that causes them to either be hospitalized or buried. Then something is done. Unless you are that woman who finds the strength and the confidence and has the support system with the plan, you know, to know how to escape and Like you said, people don't really understand it because you can't let anyone who you can't trust know that you want to leave because, yeah, you will end up uh, hurt and and probably even in a worse condition than, than just physically hurt. Um, before we, we leave, what are two things that you can leave our listeners with today to take away with um, something that will not only challenge them but something that will empower them mm-hmm. of course yeah so one would be you know I know that we get lost at times and we don't know who we are and whose we are yeah. but one thing that I hold in my hand and have on my mobile download is that Bible that's right and um that word because i go to god and i know whose i am and i know that i'm his daughter first of all because he says it in his word so i go one to his word and any woman that is listening to this broadcast what has truly helped me because i know that i am a virtuous woman i read a chapter a day in proverbs yes and I constantly do that. I constantly do that to get yeah. to get a reminder of who I am. That's right. That's right. And it's imperative that we know that. So that's one that I do, um, just to give them some hope. That word. Um, and then another one is to to love yourself. To know that you're not alone because I know a lot of times going through any situation, but domestic violence, of course, we'd be on the verge of suicide, Mm. having suicide thoughts and, 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 um, you know, because we feel like we're not worthy. And so (coughs) I would say, you know, a support group is, is always, always, always important. If you can't get a support group, um, and if you go to church, find someone that um, you can trust in and um, and get some help. Even yeah. if you have, you know, because I know we all don't have the money to get a coach or whatever have you. But confide in maybe uh, your pastor or your pastor's wife or a deaconess or so- somebody that's in the word. 
somebody that can pour into you. Mm. You all heard it here. Um, find somebody that you can trust who can pour the word into you. Um, it is such a lifesaver. It is so needed. Um, that was the Melinda Harris speaking to you all today on toxic relationships. Um, speaking as an expert in, in her area. Share with the people how they can get in touch with you, um, how they can contact you, uh, reach out to you for any speaking engagements, any coaching. Where would you want people to land on social media to make sure they're able to find you as you're, as you're traveling the globe? Yes, ma'am. So it's uniform for me um, for with my social media. So um, my name, Melinda Harris, um, on Facebook, and that's spelled M-E-L-I-N-D-A, last name Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S. That's me on Facebook. Twitter, I am Miss Melinda 46. Um, so, um, IG, Instagram is melinda.harris.45. And also, my website is www.missmissmelindaharris.com. All right, you all heard it here. The Miss Melinda Harris. We appreciate you for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in. As you all know, I always say thank you. I look forward to having a great show next week. We enjoyed the show with Miss Melinda Harris today and we look forward to having her back on. Um, as I always end every show, a pearl isn't a pearl until it's out of its shell. We wanna thank you again. See you next week.